I have never done live interviews, mostly because of my personality. I'm kind of an introvert, and uh, maybe that's why I chose radio. <laughs> name of the program is Ethnosphere, and I selected a name which is very difficult to pronounce, especially for myself, <laughs> but uh, based on the very fact, of the very nature of the music that I share with people, it was very much into different cultures and different countries where ethnicity came to mind. I used to live in Logan and used to listen to KRCL, moved up to Salt Lake City and began listening to some of the programs on the weekends and gradually made friends with a couple of uh, individuals who used to do new age programming on KRCL. At times I would go in and be a guest host on their programs and then gradually began volunteering for KRCL. Somebody who's never heard your show before, how would you describe your show to them? I often use the word musical journey uh, during my program, and I think that's what it is. Music, especially instrumental music, that has a spiritual nature to it, I think can assist us in having an internal journey. And... Uh, I hope that I'm making that happen for the audience. Why is that journey important to you? There's different levels to that. One definite point is meditation. Certain keywords that I've always used in my life is consciousness, awareness, mindfulness. And I think there is no better way to do these three things through the means of meditational music. And when you say meditational music, like, tell me more what that is. Is it like a genre or is it certain artists that help you meditate? Is it both of those? How would you describe meditation music? People have produced uh, albums that have called it meditational music. And frankly, it has nothing to do with a genre of music that can help bring about stillness or concentration or... Uh, things that usually is more involved with meditation. I'm sidetracking here. That, that's okay. It's good. So, We're going to do a lot of sidetracking in the next sure. few minutes. So <laughs> sidetracking is good. The idea of being able to focus on things rather than this passerby kind of a lifestyle, to slow down time is, uh, I think, one of the intent behind the programming. And also, uh, you know, I mean, even for myself, and I uh, listen to my recorded shows, at the very beginning of the show, I'm very hyped up, and uh, I get into the real me 40 minutes into the programming, and I think that has to do with the effect of music and my connection to the music and, of course, sharing of the music. Almost like giving birth, going through adolescence, having joy and, you know, a bit of craziness, before you mature into a solid state of life, so to speak, and then that's when the meditational music comes in. So you look back at traditional Persian music, classical Indian music, a lot of world music in its base traditional music is very transcendental, and it allows you to focus. It allows you to relax. Typical songs that are played on the air these days, three to five minutes. Whereas you, when you tune into Atmosphere Radio, you'll hear one hour 
phones. I've done that. <laughs> Have you? I've done that in Kiosk. This yeah. is like a dead jam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, what I'm trying to say is that, again, you look back at uh, a lot of uh, traditional music, 20, 30 minutes. It's not, I'm not simply for elongating the music. It is the other way around that elongated long tracks allow us to experience. It's like meeting two people meeting. You won't have enough time to get to know each other, to communicate back and forth. There's got to be enough time in five minutes. None of that gets across. Can you describe to our listeners where we're sitting? <laughs> we're sitting in my mansion. <laughs> it is a mansion. We're surrounded by what looks like hundreds of CDs. I don't know how many CDs you have, but I haven't seen this many CDs since right. when KRCL had its beautiful studio. And, and you know, the important uh, note to make is that 99% of this music has been purchased by myself. The reason I say that, due to my belief system, I don't believe in being materialistic or hoarding or having too much of something but it truly was a way for me to share this music and be able to keep doing it even more without feeling guilty. Because you were kind of giving it back. Giving it back, absolutely. That brings me to when I look at your screen, mm -hmm. I see Baha'i. Correct. I know a little bit about Baha'i, yeah. but I've met very, very few Baha'i people. Sure. And... Uh, I'm assuming you're Baha'i, but if you don't mind, yes. tell us a little bit about what that means to you. Sure. So general information can be found on Baha'i.org for those who are interested to look up the actual teachings. But uh, what it means to me, I think, uh, is everything. All through the ups and downs, not only music, but the Baha'i faith, these two have been the core foundations of what has allowed me to survive. You said that you've started kind of being involved with music, or mm -hmm. rather it was like doing radio maybe at a young sure. age. And how did that come into your life? When I left Iran for India, I took a whole bunch of music. Those two came together, I think. I've never thought about it. I'm just uh, revisiting that time right now. I think it was that period of time in India and the music I had brought with me, which kind of got married together in me leaning so much on music. How has your ethnicity, being Persian, mm -hmm. how does that affect your show? That's a wonderful question, by the way. For the last 30 years, I think the Baha'i faith has had more of an influence. The diversity that I have brought into these radio programs for over the last 30 years is a direct function of what Baha'i Faith teaches. I want to tell you a story. So oh, please. three of us went to this restaurant and got back into the car. The car is always on KRCL. So when we turn the car on, I hear Georgian song. Now, mm. you don't know right. this about me yet, sure. but I'm Georgian. As an English-speaking person, you hear English all over the world. Absolutely. It's still exciting, maybe, if right. you're somewhere really remote, but as a Georgian person, there's only three million of us. Um, right. Hearing Georgian outside ah. of Georgia does not happen. <laughs> it's, it's a very, very rare thing. So I was in shock, right? I was like, wait, guys, everybody quiet. 
I think this is Georgian. And they're like, no, it is not Georgian. KRCL <laughs> is not playing Georgian. And I'm like, I swear it's Georgian. And it was. So, As you were telling me that, I got goosebumps. I wanted to tell you that story because you mentioned the diversity that you've brought. Where do you find your music? Every place that I travel, even now that people are moving away from CDs, I'm still hunting for music, and I go to record shops. You've mentioned a few times the words relaxation, mindfulness, meditation, contemplation. I just want you to tell me a little more mm -hmm. why those four words, and I know they're not just words, these right. ideas, why are they important? Maybe I've introduced four uh, words here. I'll add a full sentence to it based on the Baha'i writings, which says, work performed in the spirit of service is worship. So I bring that up because all of this ties in together in terms of living every minute of your life consciously with purity, with intent, uh, with focus. And when it comes to meditation, once you're at that blissful stage of relaxed state of being, you can think of so many things. You can think of being generous and think about ideas of service and how to go about doing those things. Those, I think, once you have eliminated the rush of life and come to that point of stillness in your mind, then progress actually begins. Ethnosphere Radio's Sohrab Mafi, in conversation with Radioactive's Tamrika Kavtisiashvili. It's our Meet the DJ series.